0: This is the best of JB for breakfast, only on 92.9. I only got time out once at school.
1: Oh, okay. That was it,
0: one time.
2: I'm surprised
1: and, you got even that many.
2: Look, and there's a bit of a story behind it. I was, I was somewhat like the school martyr <laughs> after, after, <laughs> oh, here we after go. I got time out. No, oh. stick with me. So, we had a really bad school bully at our school, okay. like horrendously bad. And it wasn't you. No, it wasn't me. No, oh, no, no. Okay. And and like really bad. Like picked on everyone. Picked on kids older than him, younger than him. And for whatever reason, oh, I don't wow. know why, the school didn't really do a lot about it. Didn't didn't didn't, you know, expel him, suspend him, nothing. Just kind of rolled along with it. For whatever reason, I have no idea. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So one day he he we got into a fight. Oh. I I came off second best. Like,
1: wait, do you mean like an argument or like a physical? Oh like, no, brawl? like
2: physical brawl you altercation. this guy. Yeah, yeah. No, it was <gasps> game on.
1: No way. Yeah, okay. I, I don't
2: know. I had one one too many farmers' union iced coffees on the lunch break that day, and one <laughs> too many frog cakes and I was just like, like yeah, "Let's go." Yeah, yeah. One one too many apples, <laughs> so, red cordial, and like yeah. <laughs> so, so it was game on. So. Okay. I came off second best. I was bruised and battered.
1: Oh, okay.
2: But that got the kid expelled from the school.
1: <gasps> that no! That yeah.
2: So I was somewhat, like, I was the somewhat hero of the school.
1: Stop for, it. For uh,
2: a week or so. So um, you really was were it.
1: the school martyr.
2: Yeah, see?
1: Oh, my goodness. That was
2: me. Yeah. So because of, yeah, because of that. So the, how did... That, that was bad enough for the teachers to finally go, yeah, I... This kid can't be at our school anymore, so audio. So they sent him on his way. It was literally like a day of celebration at our school when this guy <laughs> left. Like it was like, oh my god. And then and then confusion and and uh, yeah, confusion across everyone's faces when they found out it was due <laughs> to me. They were like This guy. Jared? <laughs> the 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 radio kid? Him? <laughs> the The kid with trains? <laughs> Did, ri- no! Really?
1: <laughs> the guy who loves Michael no. Jackson.
2: <laughs> must, must be. Woo! There must be two. There must be two Jareds at this school. We can't. Nah. <laughs> this don't guy. believe that. Him. Yeah, I think even my parents were like, you, huh? You. <laughs> you. What? Your brother. <laughs> no. They got the. They got the wrong brook here. What? Aww. Huh? So but, yeah, there you go. But they
1: still gave you detention.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I got internally suspended for a week oh, as well you got for doing suspended? it. Yeah, 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 internally suspended. Wow, okay. which was weird. Like internally suspended, but you just have to sit in the principal's office and do work.
1: Yeah, it's like just so when you go to class, dude. And
2: I and I kept saying to the principal, I can't, I can't work under these conditions. You're always on the phone. You're having meetings and all of that, that. I'm meant to be doing my maths work in the corner while yeah. you're. You got the education officials on the phone or whatever. It's a bit rude, actually. It is. Yeah. It's very rude. Yeah. So but that was one argument I did not win. I didn't <laughs> want to push my luck. Yeah. I got the bully sent away. <laughs> I didn't wanna Didn't want to push my luck with the principal. Yeah. Okay. You gotta pick your battles, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah, and you already
3: lost one, so.
0: Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB. I don't blame you.
3: Here's some of the best bits now on ninety-two point nine.
0: This is the best of JB for breakfast,
3: only on 92.9.
2: Nine, lots going on right around the region this weekend, and one of the big events is the Bendemeer Rodeo that is on tomorrow. To tell us more, the secretary from the Bendemeer Rodeo, Ash, good morning. How are you?
4: Hi, I'm good. How are you?
2: Yeah, very well, very well. Thank you so much for being up nice and early this morning to have a chat with us about the uh, Bendy Rodeo. It's on tomorrow. Whereabouts? What time? What's the action?
4: Yeah, so it's on at the Bendy Grounds, which is, um, if you go along the highway, you can see it just there on the left towards the river. Can't miss it. Um, it, We start off at 8.30 in the morning, and we're kicking off with the Novice bowel Race and then all the kids bowel Racing. Then we'll roll into sort of the first round of the timed events. Yeah. Uh, Hoping to stop at about 12 to run... stock through just to make for a more efficient rodeo later, and then the main will kick off at 6 p.m.
2: Yeah, fantastic. The main event from 6 o'clock. How many competitors have you got? How many sort of uh, competitors have you got? How many volunteers does it take to put the whole thing together, Ash?
4: Yeah. So our entries are up around about 10%. Cool. Um, We've got 517 competitors this year, so we're in for a big day. Yeah, Wow. Yeah, it takes a lot of people to run it, too. We have about 25 on the committee. We've got a really good, really big committee, which is very handy. And then we also have another about 15 personnel, which includes, um, you know, like judges, bullfighters, uh, stock contractors, timekeepers, pickup men, all that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's it. All of the -the behind-the-scenes crew that are also vital for running a rodeo like this. How much stock do you use as well
4: to run it? Yeah. A fair bit so we have contractors coming from Upper Horton Frankston singleton and Willowtree um, so they get they may get two runs but yeah they won't they, um, you have to have a lot there for that amount yeah. of competitors yeah so no. there'll be trucks coming and going all day.
2: Yeah I imagine this event how long has it, been, it has it been running for ash?
4: Well, I actually didn't know. I only found out last night. It started in 1945, and it actually started at the police station in Bendemeer, and then it moved to where we are now in 1984. So wow, yeah, quite a while. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh,
2: the, you, well, 1945. That's some kind of. An- I'm not good with maths, but that's some anniversary next year for 2025. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, that's
4: right. Yeah, exactly.
2: No, nah, sensational. Now, what, obviously, you gave us the details. It's on tomorrow from about eight thirty. Uh, the main event from 6pm tomorrow night at the Bend Me Rodeo Grounds. How can yep. people get along? What's the what's the price?
4: Yeah, so you can get a family in, which is two adults and two kids, for $50. Um, an adult is 20 bucks, or under 16 and pensioner is $10. So we like to keep the prices low. It's the only thing that hasn't risen.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. I love that. And yep. uh, you've got bar facilities, canteen, all that stuff there as well.
4: We do, and plenty of trade stalls this year. We've got a heap more trade stalls. There'll be something there for everyone.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's it. And preferably cash, I understand it as well.
4: Yes. Well, I didn't want to say this on the radio, but I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> we, did, <laughs> we did get Starlink because internet reception is our killer there. Of course. Once the crowd comes in.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, so we've, we're trialling Starlink this year, so there will be F-plus facilities, but we just don't know how they'll go yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, yeah, bring your cash as a backup, yeah. um, but we will be trialling FPOS.
2: Yeah, fantastic. Well, hey, good luck with that. Hopefully, uh, next year, you'll have full-blown FPOS facilities. So
4: oh, I hope so. The way it's going these days, you'll yeah. have to, won't
2: you? Yeah, no, exactly. That's it. Ash, all the best with the Bendy Rodeo on for tomorrow. Thank you so much, and uh, it's fantastic to support it from us as well. And uh, hopefully, you have a fantastic day. Everything goes smooth, smoothly. Thanks, Ash.
4: No worries, thank you. And on behalf of the committee and the competitors, we want to thank 92.9 and all you guys for the support too.
0: Oh, no,
2: our absolute pleasure. Thank you so much,
0: Ash. Talk no soon. No thanks,
4: JB. Too busy
0: sleeping during the week and miss, JB? I don't blame you.
3: Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9.
0: This is the best of JB for breakfast.
3: Only on 92.9. Chinese New Year, the
2: Lunar New Year. On Saturday, we get into the year of the dragon. Is it actually... Yeah.
3: Oh,
1: I didn't realise that.
2: That's why I was chatting to you off-air so much in the last half an hour about what your Chinese zodiac was. That yeah, You I didn't thought... think that was a weird question? I mean, it's coming from me, so... Yeah. Probably
1: no, it's kind of <laughs> like, you know how some people in. are really into star signs? Mm. I thought that was just, like, your version of that.
2: Nah, no. Nah. Yeah,
1: no, okay, there was a reason.
2: Yeah, there was, yeah. Cool, so happy you...
1: Chinese New Year.
2: Yeah, Saturday gets underway. Chinese, uh, uh, the Year of the Dragon, and the Wood Dragon in Ooh, particular. Ooh, so love it. You're an ox.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Not only that, you have fire ox as well for that's the year right. that you were born.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I y- want you to remember that
2: <laughs> if uh, we well, ever have any issues. Any look, I'm a fire rabbit. You're, you're a fire. <laughs> that says
1: it all. I think that explains a lot about our dynamic.
2: <laughs> you're a fire ox.
1: <laughs> and honestly, I'm an ox in all kinds of ways because my like star sign, like mm. Taurus, that's oh. that's a bull as well. Yes. So I'm just I'm
3: just a big old cow. <laughs>
0: Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you.
3: Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9.
0: This is the best of JB for breakfast.
3: Only on 92.9.
0: And the
2: Reserve Bank, they're meeting this afternoon for the first time in 2024. Experts are saying that they're more than likely to leave the interest rate at its current rate of about 4.25%. Other interesting financial data that I managed to get my hands on today is that apparently young Australians are reportedly spending generously on luxury items despite tumultuous economic conditions. This is according to Bloomberg Magazine. It's not that they're naive. According to a November Credit Karma survey... Australians are worried about inflation, costs of living increases, finding affordable housing, and especially for younger generations, finding high-paying but secure jobs. However, it seems they've found a unique, albeit pricey, way to cope with this, and that is what they're calling doom-spending, with 27% of Australians say they doom-spend to deal with stress, and the rates are higher for Millennials at 43% and Gen Zers at 35%. And research seems to back it up, apparently back in 2005, research found that people who perceive luck to play an important role in their finances, are more likely to realize they need to save money, but then, actually, less likely to do so. What is new? is the fact that young people have the disposable income to afford this doom spending, with 57% of Australian adults under the age of 25 living with a parent now, and just 16% of adults aged 18 to 24 being entirely financially independent. But look, don't worry, in the minute and a half or so it took me to tell you all of this, they've already come up with a new buzzword, and that is loud budgeting, which, according to Urban Dictionary, means to cancel plans, or put off major purchases they can't afford, or be unashamed of their thriftiness. It's not, I don't have enough, it's, I don't want to spend it. So, I guess that kind of makes it like a, a nice Gen Z way of telling people that you're a tight ass.
0: No? Too busy sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you.
3: Here's some of the best bits now on 92.9.
0: This is the best of JB for breakfast.
3: Only on
2: 92.9. Battle of the school lunchboxes, apple versus chips today. I'm not going to draw it out any longer because there is one, that well, there's, there is one winner because there can only be one winner.
1: Absolutely. Especially in a competition as serious as this. The stakes are high.
2: I think we all know what the winner is. By a massive margin of like seventy thirty. <laughs> chips have taken it out over the apple. Hey! Well done, chippies. That's right. Congratulations. But the apple seems to be the more like the more contentious issue of the type of apple.
1: Well, so o- the type okay. of chips
2: no one seems to care about. People are just going chips, don't care, but apple people are like only green. Or well, only oh. red. Oh. Or yeah, only golden delicious. Although well, no you no would one never said that. You, you <laughs> would never say that to be <laughs> fair.
1: <laughs> Who likes I don't like golden delicious apples. It, yeah. You've made that very clear since I've met you. It's uh, probably one of the topics you're more passionate about, which is very random. <laughs>
2: red, no, red, delicious. red red delicious. Red delicious I don't like. Oh true. Yeah.
1: You don't like golden delicious though? No. Nah. So yeah, so both. Any apple that has <laughs> delicious in it is far You're from like, it. You're eh, like false advertising. My
2: favorite apple, Granny Smith, so it should be okay. green, green delicious. <laughs> and the pink, pink lady should be pink yeah. delicious.
1: Pink lady goes alright.
2: They're amazing.
1: Yeah, I love all right. them. You I'm like them? Th- yeah, I th- honestly for me just any apple is fine. Any apple? You don't care? P- I'm pretty relaxed yeah? with my apples. Yeah. You're pretty you're pretty chill. I'm pretty chill when it comes Even to fruit. Your, yeah, and chips as well.
2: You're just like I don't care. No, I
1: was Cheese I just got quite heated about cheeseles to be fair.
2: Oh, yeah, but like <laughs> honestly if I bought you, you know, any any other burgerings or tubes or whatever, you'd eat them.
1: Yeah. You'd be like, it's cool. I like to eat. What are you, try- <laughs> what
0: cool.
1: are you trying to
3: say, man? I
0: like it. <laughs> you busy good? sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you. Here's
3: some of the best bits now on 92.9.
0: This is the best of JB for breakfast.
3: Only on 92.9.
2: We wrote, I got a bit of a conundrum for you, Lena, a friend of mine. Mm. Um, she went around to a bloke's house last week. And there was a... She used the bathroom there. They've only... She's... is maybe the second time she's been around there. So they're, you know, relatively new. Seeing, seeing where... Where the universe takes them. And... Um, she went to the bathroom. And... Did her business. And notice in the corner there's a set of bathroom scales. So she jumped on him. And got the weight, popped up, fantastic, but then realized their Bluetooth scales and had texted her weight and everything else, all the other results to the potential new boyfriend in her life on his phone. So he's there in the bathroom, ding, got a push notification. And it's like, hey, congratulations, you've lost 34 kilos and you are now 77 kilos or whatever it was. So he now knows her weight. It was all very awkward. Not only does he now know her weight that early on in a relationship, uh, but you know he's gone. You 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 go into my bathroom and you you're using my scales. What
1: else are you touching? Yeah. What what else else are you you know? You're going
2: through the medicine (laughs) cabinet while you're in there as well. You know, to make sure I'm not a serial killer. But it got me thinking. Like I've done that. Like I've gone around to people's houses. Probably not like work colleagues and stuff like that, but family (laughs) members and things. And I've been like, ah, you know what? They've got a set of scales. I don't have any scales at home. I'm going to jump on them and see what's happened since my last update. So, and you don't think that, you know, all the scales nowadays are all fancy and, you know, internet controlled and Bluetooth and all of that. I didn't
1: even know they existed. Yeah, no,
2: nah. Got to be careful. So you know, it got me thinking. How like, is she the only one that goes around to random strangers' house and jump on kit on on kitchen scales? You'll break them. <laughs> um, regardless of how much you weigh, if you weigh more than five kilo bag of sugar, you will break the kitchen scales. Don't do that. Uh, you go around to people's houses and use their bathroom scales just unannounced. You just help yourself. Surely she's not the other the the only person. Surely I'm not the only person. Surely it's a universal thing. We all do it. Surely.
1: If there's scales there, I'm getting on.
2: You do them? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Great. Cool. We're not Uh, the
1: only ones. Except I do do it at colleagues' houses. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went over to Sharnay from 2TM's house once. And yeah, there were some scales in there. And yeah, I jumped on them. Yeah, used them. Yeah. Yeah, They were very old school, though. They were the ones with even like the little red, the little hand. And they went... Anyway Oh the
2: manual one.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah. okay and so um, wow.
1: I knew there was there was obviously no way she was gonna get a little bit No, no. Um but yeah I often
0: yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah I have a look around, I'm a snoop.
0: <laughs> Your journalistic <I'm> snoop. <laughs> tendencies. Too <laughs> <laughs> busy sleeping during the week and Miss JB. I don't blame you.
3: Here's some of the best bits now on ninety two point nine.
0: This is the best of JB for Breakfast.
3: Only on 92.9. And The
2: 100 is back on Channel 9 tonight from 9 o'clock with this man as the host,
5: Andy Lee. How are you, mate? JB, very well. Lovely to hear you. How are you?
2: Yeah, very well. Very well. Back again tonight for another season of The the 100. What what season number is this? I can't keep up. Fourth or fifth? Season six. six? Season six, my
5: friend. Yeah. And how things in Tamworth? That, oh. that um... That golden
2: guitar still rocking? It's still, yes. I, I literally, it's out my window. If I turn around, I see it right there in my vision.
5: I shouldn't have said rocking, actually, because the structural engineers that put that together would probably prefer it to be very, very solid. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's not going anywhere at all. Good, 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 good. Okay, yes. Don't worry, the 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 structural integrity of the guitar remains as good as ever. It is.
2: Yeah, that thing's not going anywhere, that's for sure. I'm sure some people have tried some shenanigans to try to move it, but no, that's ours. (laughs) Have you been... You and Andy with your caravan of courage way back when, when you were going all around Australia, did you stop by Tamworth? Have you have you popped past?
5: Hamish and I have been to Tamworth. We wasn't on the caravan trip, I don't think. Um, but we've yeah, we've definitely we've definitely frequented a couple of times. I think in our travels. Although, you know, we stack up a lot of um, big things. The big guitar was impressive. A lot of other big things across the country that aren't as impressive. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, the big merino. That, that, that's the benchmark, I think, in Golden. That uh, That is very impressive.
2: Oh, look, I have to admit, as much as, you know, obviously being from Tamworth, I have to fly the flag for the Golden Guitar, the yep. merino is very impressive. I'll even admit that. That's, yes, uh, yes. yeah. Oh, we, we do have just, you might might need to come back here and check this out, just out of Tamworth in a little town called Moonby. We've got the Big Chook. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have
5: seen the Big Chook.
2: Yeah, it's, look, it's...
5: Com- Hopefully the big fox isn't in the next town. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, compared Dave to concern for the chook. <laughs> Compared to
2: the normal size of a chook, the big chook is big, but it's certainly yeah. not like it's not like the big merino. That's for sure. It's not. It's not on I that know scale. I mean.
5: We, we talked about this as well. You know, obviously the big banana is is big in Cost Harbour. Yes, and you can you can ostensibly call like the big and. Could be the size of a shoebox, but you, when you here in Australia, you're on your travels uh, and, you, and you head around to these amazing towns. You when you hear something big, you kind of want it to be that you couldn't pick it up, that that it would swallow you. Sure, I'm going to do an official audit of this um, and just and and I'll, I'll start my own website just so people travelling can look it up and, and assess how big. Um, and maybe we should, I don't know what the term should be, pretty big, uh, fairly big, all the way up to really big, um, as big as it gets. Hey,
2: obviously, I mean, you are busy doing the 100. You're obviously not busy <laughs> enough because you can put that website together, potentially. I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing that. But you have been very busy with the 100. Because obviously, in the lead up to the 100, we love that during the Australian Open, you, yeah. you play the 100 with the, with the tennis players. That's always great fun.
5: Oh mate, it's awesome! Yeah, big a big show tonight, as big as uh, as, as Rambo. <laughs> the but um and then you know we did get to do the one hundred uh, AO edition of tennis players last year. The first year we did it, and they were certainly a little apprehensive, not knowing how the game works, yep. and they're always a little bit on guard. But this year, they all came in, um, yeah, really vibing and uh, and really excited about it, which makes a huge difference. Is
2: it, is it hard? You you mentioned they were a bit apprehensive last year. Was, it, was yeah. it hard to get them on board with it? And, and is it hard to try? I imagine they're very busy trying to get them together to even film that thing. must be a bit of a logistical nightmare.
5: Absolutely. We were very strategic about it. We picked the room. We, we hired the room right next door to their international press conference, which they have <laughs> to go to. It's compulsory. Yes. And often they run over, to pick, particularly if there's a big name. So while they sit there waiting in the corridor we have someone or myself tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, you've got a spare seven minutes. We'd love to have you. Um, That was in the early years, and and now they're familiar with what we do and and realise a bit of fun. So, um, yeah, we don't miss too many of them.
2: Any, any uh, tennis players that surprise you how well or unwell that have actually gone on it? I, I saw the John McEnroe one. That was a bit of a wild ride.
5: <laughs> yeah. McEnroe was good. He gave me a, he gave me a bit of a, a flyby as we finished the segment um, for the whole Australian Open on the, on the night of the, of the men's final. He said, how long this show been going for, Andy, on, on air? And I said, oh, we've got to start season six. He said, well, that's proof that anything can happen. <laughs> <I'm> like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for your support, John. <laughs> um, yeah, no, as far as the players go, Novak was really fun this year, and obviously you can come across a bit of a grump at times. Um, we tend to get the best side of them all. Yeah. Andre Rublev, the Russian, uh, had a lot of fun with it. Um, and then occasionally, well, look, to be honest, we tend to weed out the ones that uh, are not giving us much.
2: Oh, fair enough. They they make it on the cutting, cutting room floor.
5: Yes, they... yes. And hopefully we stop them before they even get in the room.
2: <laughs> no, fair enough. That's all right. Uh, season season six, any sort of... I mean, you can't give away too much, but any sort of r- really surprising questions or questions that you might have been surprised with uh, with the answers for? Oh,
5: totally. We've got a new game called this or that, where we just give to, you know, Australia two things to find out which one they prefer. So... It could be, you know, when it comes to hot chips, Macca's or KFC, or Friends or Seinfeld, um, or I'll hear this one for you. Do, do Australians prefer mums or dads, do you reckon? Their mum or their dad?
2: I'd go mum. Yeah, what percentage? Oh, um, uh,
5: 60%. Oh, you are in touch, JB. 67% oh. for mums. So um, dads <laughs> out there. Go grab a beer during that segment because it's not good news. We'll come back to a very smug mum.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, I love that. Hey, Andy, thank you so much for the chat. I'm looking awesome. forward to watching uh, season six of the uh, the hundred. Always great fun, and looking forward to that that website too. Happy to promote Thanks that, you,
5: mate. Yeah, I'll get onto that. It's, um, uh, Sophie Monk on tonight. Tom Gleeson is a superstar, and uh, Ian Smith, he was Harold from Neighbours, oh. he's on as well. Yeah. So, mate, enjoy yourself. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Too busy
0: sleeping during the week and miss JB? I don't blame you.
5: Here's some of the
3: best bits now on 92.9.